fellow investigators and welcome back to our video podcast into the darkness where my friends and i play the delta green role-playing game i'm your host tom Rayleigh. the scenario is phlebotomy it was written by jeff moeller and his crew and it's uh, from the collection fear sharp little needles it's available from drive through rpg our game master is john dos Passos, and this is episode four our recap will be given by julian arba as his character agent parsnip so without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Julian? I don't really know what's going on. Everything is just weird. Our questions still come back to London and what she's doing. Prada pointed out that maybe she's attacking people that have hurt her in the past. March Industries and Chang's, either one are dead or weaponized. There are people out there that are trying to protect her too. Jess Bell, obviously, but maybe that Detective Barkley too. We just haven't had a chance to talk to him yet. We got some information on Limo that London uses, and Pawn thinks this would be a great play to gain access to London and Jess and then fill them full of lead. Paragon, Patch, and Prada had lunch with Phelps, and we're pretty sure that he's working for March Industries and knows entirely too much about us and what's going on. Um, we then later tried to infiltrate Dr. Kleck's office and while staking out the place, we noticed an unknown woman. She arrived and entered. And then we cut the power trying to get everybody to out of the building. And that's when this woman, Lori Brown, exited quickly and so we went in and when we got into the facility we found that there were two dead members of the staff and Kleck had been turned into this creature just like the ones we found in the phlebotomy clinic so was this like an assassination attempt or were we being set up by Phelps I don't know I am a bit worried about Pawn though he seems a bit distant and it seems like something's kind of gnawing at him. Although I really ought to be kind of concerned about myself, actually. I got this email, which described an event in a book that I've got. And there was this woman called Epiphany who performed some ritual to mate with they that held, they that hold sway and one day create the ideal offspring Maybe London is some kind of quasi-tatterach or something. My ideal descendant will arrive and we will have prosperity and she will not need her head. I think we might want to keep London away from any moon beasts or unnatural creatures, perhaps. The email, it came with uh, some more hypergeometry about joining the worlds. I don't know what that's all about. But the biggest mystery, which I haven't told my partners about, is that the email came from somebody by the name of N. And I think this was somebody that I met in a dream. Or maybe it was a place called the Land of Dreams. I don't know. Said I could come visit and bring my friends. 
he offered assistance of some sorts, depending on the situation. And that seems a bit flaky to me. I don't like that. I don't really want to conjure up anything I can't put down. I just hope that whatever we're walking into, we don't need what Paragon calls an unnatural solution to an unnatural problem. So the next steps is the next steps. All right, thank you very much. That, that, was, that was wonderful, Agent Parsons. Yeah. So we return on our agents right where we left off. It's about about, about three or four a.m. You know, just just peeking over into into a the, you know, you can just start to see the sun slowly starting to rise, just on the tips of the of the sort of you know nights the uh, bleak night sky. Um, you know, Parsnip is uh you know typing away at the computer uh, that you recently that you uh, found and uh, liberated from the office that you have set up um, as you're all sort of gathered uh, as he works. Well, I figure someone has to make their way to Texas. Some ones, no one should do this alone, but I'm worried that she's headed to the Ferguson clinic to just do exactly what she just did at this clinic. It's not good. We uh, call ahead and you know, make a bomb scare or something, make everybody evacuate or... Good timing I... on that is iffy at best. I yeah, like the idea... I like the idea of making sure no one's there when she gets there, but I'm worried she's going to burn the place down and we're going to lose important information. Yeah, the same might... thing as if she's going there to kill people. She's not going to go, oh, darn, they're not here. I'll just leave. She's not going to leave. She's going to kill them anyway somewhere else. She doesn't discriminate, yeah. Which oh, yeah, is I why think... I don't want her to get there in the first place. So I say we yeah. intercept her. Yes. Ooh, well, if, you if... Think she would be trying to kill there. Anybody know. that treated that we know that Cleck didn't treat her there. So I'm assuming she's going to target anyone that treated her. But I, I think she's um, a bit more of a ruthless version of us. You know, we tie up loose ends, but I think they have a broader definition of loose ends. And I think she's just going to kill anyone that she feels like has been exposed in any way to London Sinclair. Well, I'm, I'm with Paragon on this one is I, we don't know enough. And I want to have a little chat with her so I, I can try and catch up as much as I can. But we, we need to know who she works for. Well, if you're going to do that, you should probably go now. And yep. if it if it's a promising lead that we're going to need backup on, the rest of us can catch up the flight. We'll beat you there. Okay. Okay. So I assume you all start assembling the gear, you know, get the go bags ready uh, to, you know, move to the car and move out. Uh, and as you do, uh, as you're, you know, packing the things and getting everything ready, it's when a uh, parsnip, uh, you uh, find something. Uh, it's actually, it's kind of a, one of those weird hidden plane, hidden plain sight type things. You you go back to his um his uh his his back screen, you know, his, his home home screen on his computer, the the desktop, and it seems that it is a sort of pointillism, sort of little abstract thing, you know, background of some sort of sky. And you notice at the very bottom in the corner, there's a little dot that you notice looks unlike any other dot. And you realize it's a period and you click it. And there was a folder that he had changed the icon to be nothing. And he named it just a dot. So that it would sort of be hidden on his desktop. And you open it up and there's some different hidden files, you know, some more, um, uh, you know, just little things, you know, little, little snippets from his notes. Um, and uh, you find one that is labeled, uh, it's just labeled, you know, Robert Smith, 2019 reports. When you open it up, it seems to be some sort of weird 
computer journal uh, for, for Dr. Kleck. The G-man stopped by my research clinic the other day, thought he would really spook me by showing up at my secondary facility out of state. Didn't really scare me further, but at least know I know that they know. Shaisha, why do these bastards have to have such powerful minds in their clutches? Where did they find some of these scientists? Were they sending some of our data? I don't have a good feeling about this. Like I care about the checks from Wuxi, but the work we are doing is far more valuable. I had a chat with Dr. Penchinko when he was briefly in town. He also seemed well-versed in uh, oniology. Uh, he even boasted that he was developing some sort of pseudo-hypnotism that has seen some successful applications already. Mein Gott, I do have to admit, though, I am actually a little worried for the fine doctor. He had a rather unusual worried look on his face when he had to excuse himself from the lunchroom with a rather burly gentleman. He rattled off some excuse about an urgent call from overseas and left. The dreams are back. I hope if I call the dreams and not nightmares, there will be better ones to come. There are people amongst the cornrows. They're searching, hunting, but there are shifters, changelings who were false faces and say false things. And they walk amongst the people just waiting for the right time to reveal their true nature. Interesting. This is interesting. I feel like mm. this is Dr. Kleck's report. What's onerology? Uh, that is, uh, as Agent Person knows, is the, the study of dreams, the scientific study of dreams. We can make a connection right now. This Dr. Pudinchenko, if he works at the Ferguson Clinic, we might know the assassin's next target. And I'm going to just Google that. I was about to say, you can Google that. Uh, yeah, so uh, Dr. Uh, Penchenko does not seem to work at the Ferguson Clinic. Um, the Ferguson Clinic seems to be run by a Dr. Ferguson, actually. Um, Dr. Penchenko seems to be a, um, a researcher at the, the University of Ukraine, uh, seems to be a, a sleep study specialist, a psychologist. Not a lot about him online, just some, uh, some research documents, some of it you kind of have to get the translation of. Looks like he's probably safely out of reach, at least. Parsnip, what was that bit about the burly guy? I also um, put this in the Discord as well. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it was something about um, burly guy that uh, he had a dispute with. Just maybe a lot of different people. That's what I was I thinking. I was thinking that as well. As you as you take a look, do you want to give me a, a psychoanalysis or human role patch? Oh, sorry, Patch. I thought you were. Yeah, talking. no worries. I apologize. I was I was reading your note. Um, human. Let's see. That is forty nine. That's barely a pass. My human's fifty. Okay. Um. Yeah. It seems like this is sort of some sort of jotting down, kind of like a journal, like across maybe multiple days, or you think, uh, and you kind of get that. You know, there's some spelling errors. You know, there's some weird grammatical choices. It's it's kind of like he's starting to like the doctor's kind of starting to lose it a little bit. 
um, like the his work starting to take a toll. Uh, and there's these are just some sort of hidden thoughts. Um, you know, it's kind of odd that he would put it like this, but you know, um, you know, it's sort of a an avenue for his thoughts. Perhaps he would even he was starting to forget things, and he wanted to sort of remember certain things uh, and have them you know kept in one's place. That was the best you can think. And he didn't want a physical journal, so that's why he did it like this. Uh, Parsnip, when was this last edited? Um, yeah, and you can look, uh, it seemed very recently, about uh, about two weeks ago. Okay. And the G-men, who were who the G-men? March? It could be anybody, I guess. Not that, us. It's posing somebody as... who, would, who would spook him. Yeah, it would be March, maybe. Well, Wuxi threw. He was saying he was getting checks from Wuxi, which is March, right? Yes. G-man, That's surprising. G-man. Yeah. So, G Man, one particular person. Hmm. I wonder if what they're doing at Ferguson Clinic is dream therapy of some sort. Maybe that's what's calming London down. I don't know. I still think our highest priority is to eliminate London. She is obviously a deadly world-destroying entity of some sort. I agree. Blood could be, like I say, could be atomized and spread all over the world <laughs> i just don't everything. think we i don't think we know enough information prada i don't like yes absolutely she the end goal here is to eliminate london sinclair but if we get if we go in fast and loose if we start shooting from the hip we could end up dead because we don't know we don't have a full picture of what's going on here i mean we talked there was that passage in that book that parsnip found and it's talking about how she could live without a head how do you kill something that can look if we head? don't go fast and loose clues could go up in smoke so well, oh uh, you yeah, the focus and clinic we're, is a good lead. You, you should go yep we're all loaded up <laughs> yeah yeah probably, say, probably it's, it's at this point you know they finish loading up the bags in the car you know you finish your little chats um so yeah it looks like uh, so pawn and paragon are gonna you know, uh, start driving uh, heading to sort of you know intercept course so to speak um, and then the other three are planning on staying in LA to sort of see what you can uh, find here. For still. now, for now, for we now. might end up catching a flight. Uh, yeah, um, and as go ahead, sir. No, go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say as the as, so as a as Pawn and Paragon jump in the car, um, you know, as you you know you know jump in, you know, the radio clicks back on. Um, you know, you're uh, probably one of you have some sort of a scanner, uh, and you do hear uh, that there are uh, there has been some reporting uh, of what happened uh, last night. Uh, it seems that the um, uh, the news seems rather uh, quiet. However, you get on uh, the police scanner that it seems uh, that all units are being told to avoid uh, that specific building. Uh, it seems that there are um, uh, federal agents investigating. It seems some sort of a, a terrorist, maybe some sort of toxic uh, gas, you know, bombing or leak. Uh, there's there's worry that there was some sort of a sabotage or, like I said, um, bombing. So that's that's sort of the official story that you get from the police channels. Take a um, radio, you know, where you can monitor police frequencies. That way you're more likely to know when there's a speed trap coming up, yes? Yeah, I'm assuming Pawn has something like that. Also keep your eye out on the tracker because she could ditch the car. 
Yeah, I'll make sure. Right. Wish us luck. Good luck. Come back alive. Yeah. Or don't come don't, back at all. Don't come back infected. <laughs> so, Pawn, this assassin lady, you want to question her, but or is she kill on sight? Um, depends if she draws a gun. But uh, my initial will be uh, start with the leg and then we'll uh, see if that opens up any avenues of conversation. Okay. Fender bender plan. Yep. And worst case is we see if she has any more of those vials with her because those need to get gone. Okay. And we're, we're driving alone, right? What was that you said, sorry? Third. We're, 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 we're driving, like, currently right now? Yes, yes. Right now, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, so uh, I'm assuming, yeah, did you want to go the speed limit? Do you want to speed a little bit? What was your plan here to try to catch uh, up? In town, it's a little too risky to go, mm-hmm. you know, full gas pedal down just from there's a lot of people catching in speed traps. Once we hit that interstate, it's getting opened up pretty hard. Um, all right. So I figure it what we'll time? do. Uh, it is. It's, well, it's early morning still. It's about 4 a.m. So right. maybe 4.30 now. The sun's just starting to, to sort of come up as they're getting out of town. You could probably get away with 90 miles an hour if you, at this time of the morning. Nice. Not Upon, a lot of um, listen, if we're, we're really heading into the shit. So mm-hmm. if, if I don't make it, I, I want my family to know. Okay. Yeah. My name is Jason Liu. I'm a U.S. Marshal. So tell, tell my family that I died a superhero. <laughs> what about you? You have anyone? Mm. You know what? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's better if I just disappear. It's uh I don't think we're gonna get a die of superhero here, but it's a nice thing to think about. And as you are uh making your way out, uh you you know you do make it out of town. You know, you're uh, you know sort of going on to the more like um you know interstates and sort of more uh you know freeways and highways and so you can pick up speed a little bit like you said you're you know, picking up to sort of more 90 uh looks pretty you know pretty clear um so you're going a few you're a little bit over the speed limit but not 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 crazy that you know you're just zoom to everybody um but it is you know you do have to be careful uh you know uh you do have your um radio though so that should give you a little bit of help so uh we're gonna be doing two rolls here so you're gonna need i want uh there needs to be a dodge roll and then we're also going to do a luck roll to see just happen the police presence in the area. Uh, and I'll give you a, bo- a little bit of a bonus on that one uh, from that radio. Would you, so now these are actually going to be both. There's going to be a, a modifier that I'll put on one, but would you like to make the drive roll or would you like to make the luck roll? And I'll, I'll go ahead and make the other one and sort of have it in secret. It's uh, I'll do the drive because then if I'm I feel good, I can improve it. All right. Otherwise, they're exactly the same. And I will do the luck roll with your little bonus here in hidden. Nope. All right. Um, and so you are you're driving along. Um, it is is 
rather unfortunate because you know as uh, as you're going uh you know you're going along um and uh it seems like there uh there are a few people on the road you know in the as, as the you know starts to go into the morning a little bit um you know the sun's just starting to come up now um and you actually um you're a little distracted because you get a a call um uh, on your phone uh, do you answer it or you know hand it to uh to paragon i'll probably take it yeah yeah. yeah, it seems like it is. Uh, it is the number that you register as being from Frank Phelps that he gave you that you uh, have been contacting each other with. Oh, he he is expecting me. Yeah, uh, what uh, what is it? Is he's almost clipping someone with that mm-hmm. seventy six out of fifty? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so you know you're kind of just driving here and you know you got to get your phone out. Maybe uh, are you gonna have it on speaker or just put it up to your ear? Uh, just up to his ear. Okay. Yeah. And he says, uh, he says, Hey, how you doing? Uh, having a good morning. What do you want Phelps? Well, I got some good news for you. Uh, looks like a, a certain friend of ours has returned to social media. You should, uh, you should check Twitter. Hey, Paragon, check Twitter. And check. Yeah. You don't, see, you don't see anything particularly from London, but you do remember that her cat, also had a had, had like a Twitter and Instagram, and it seems that yes, she has posted now on Fang her her cat's Twitter and Instagram uh, post of uh, of Fang on a nice little um uh little little porch, you know, like a little second floor little awning porch, you know. Looks like she's having some breakfast, you know, and her cat's there. Uh, and this actually, uh, it looks like it came from uh, somewhere in Texas, uh, northern Texas, is where apparently uh, where the little location thing on Instagram says. Thanks, Phelps. Uh, and then as you, uh, uh, yeah, as, uh, did, sorry, rather, did you, is there anything else that you wanted to say? He's like, yeah, you know, I just figured I'd, I'd let you know. Uh, we, we still on for later, or do, you know, is that going to put in a, put a wrench in things? I think there's a lot of wrenches. Um, you've been watching the news today? Uh, yeah, what, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> Lots been going on lately. Mm-hmm. I need to know, is that you? Or is that something worse? Is what me? The clinic, Phelps. Which clinic? The one sleep. that's... Uh, yes, of course. The sleep clinic. Uh, no, that that wasn't me. <laughs> I thought that uh, was you. <laughs> that, that wasn't you? <laughs> with the, with the, you know, the, all the craziness that happened there? You tell, you tell me that wasn't you. Was it a friend of yours? I don't have a lot of patience for this, Phelps. Check something here. Uh, and there's kind of a pause. And he says, uh, oh, it's not anything to do with me. He kind of says a little, little, something somewhat unconvincing for you, uh, or a little bit rather unsettling to, to you the way he says it. He said, but anyway, listen, um, I guess uh, we'll, we'll postpone today, but just like, you know, keep me in the loop, but, uh, you know, might be a lead there for you. You know, maybe it might be a way to take care of this problem, you know, so we can all go home. Hmm. Then he'll, he'll just hang up. Yeah. He's like, cut this in the, 
and then you hang up on him. Um, and then as you're, uh, as you kind of go to put the phone down, um, it's unfortunate because somebody actually swerves a little bit into your lane, uh, maybe kind of like they were going to go into the lane in front of you, but they didn't you know, kind of have a blinker. Um, and you almost kind of like, you have to kind of swerve out of that lane into the next lane on the right to just, you know, very narrowly avoid uh, scraping cars. And it's at that point that you hear the sirens of the unmarked police car that was a few cars back that noticed you swerve, turn his lights on and try to pull you over. Listen, I think it's going to be okay. Just flash a badge. Police have respect here with their fellow brothers in blue. All right. He'll, uh, he'll pull over to the, uh, the side of the road. You know, you, yeah, you pull over on the side a little, little, like he's making sure his, here. uh, his holstered pocket is, uh, reachable. Okay. Noted. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, you see, uh, you know, uh, uh, a man, you know, obviously a police officer, you know, in a, looks like a deputy's uniform with a you know, hat, hat on. He walks up says, Hey, uh, how you doing? Uh, did, uh, what, what happened back there? Uh, you're going kind of fast. And then there was, uh, you know, you, you almost hit that guy. What, what happened? Kind of look over Paragon. Oh, police uh, business. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I flash a badge and I say, we're, we're actually in a rush to get to Texas. Did you flash, do you flash one of the, the, the fake FBI badges you have, or do you flash nope. your U.S. Marshal's badge? My U.S. Marshal badge. Okay. All right. I'm making a note of that. But he says, whoa, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Is this, uh, this, uh, are you, you're, you're on the job? Is this, are this Marshal business or some kind of. Yes. We, I have a warrant to serve up. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, just got to be careful. Do you want to have a siren? You should really have a siren on for this kind of thing. Yeah. We've got one of those uh, attachable sirens. Yeah. Go ahead, and go ahead and put that on. Otherwise, you know, there's there going to be more, be, more, more boys like me or, you know, boys and girls stopping you if you're, uh, you know, going, the, you know, going that fast and, you know, people almost serve in India. All right. You got it. My mistake. All right. All right. Well, um, I suppose, uh, you know, I'll let you go. Like I said, you know, you really got to have sirens on. I'm going to have to issue, issue you all a ticket as much as I hate to do that. But uh, good luck with everything. I, I won't, uh, I'll try not to hold you up. Um, uh, I do have to, I got, you know, I'm, I, I, I do have to file a, a report. You know, it's not, there's nothing, nothing damning or anything, but just, the, you know, that this happened. The window is going up and the car okay. is pulling away. Can, like, oh, can, I, right, can, can I convince him not to file a report with my badge number? Oh. Yeah, maybe probably with a persuade. Yes, it's going to be difficult though. So okay. this, this is going to be unfortunately this will have to be with a with a minus forty. Uh, given minus the nature, forty. Yes, given that there was Ooh. almost a car crash and you were speeding without a siren, uh, this is going to have to be a minus forty. All right, let's see. Because he's really not. He's really. He's. I mean, you know, they're really supposed to report almost every interaction, especially something like this. Oh nine out of ten. Wow. He says. Oh, <laughs> All right. You know what? I've been written up before. I, I, I don't want you to get you written up. I'll, uh, I'll you know, write down the, you know, this person was a U.S. Marshal, and uh, maybe I uh, put one of your badge numbers wrong. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe I misspelled your name. You know, there's a lot going on. You know, there's a, oh, I got a report coming on my radio already. You know, I, 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 I got to run. I scribbled the, you know, whatever. Completely have, understood. Have a go. You know, get, you, you get those, you know, you, 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 you get those bad guys, all right? Oh, yeah, we're going to get them. He says that you're already starting to drive away. <laughs> you know, the window's rolling down. <laughs> Holy crap, Pond. That was close. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. They're tracking us. 
I don't think so. I think we're just driving a little too recklessly. No, they're tracking us. This is classic. God damn it. With Phelps too. Uh, yeah, he swerves out into traffic again. All right, so what is the plan now that you've sort of been set behind just a little bit here? Um, well, we have the tracker. We could keep the siren on until we're a bit away. You could? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, all right, so yeah, so you, you all throw the siren on, you, know, you really kick the, the car into gear and you start racing to try to catch up. Uh, it looks like she is indeed uh, heading into Arizona. You are uh, slowly starting to catch up. Uh, it looks like just from the, the tracker so far. Uh, meanwhile, we'll cut back to the other three uh, back in LA. Uh, uh, you all probably get, um, you, I would patch, uh, you know, uh, as soon as you, uh, you know, uh, think to check, um, you know, London's Instagram again, I know you were checking that before you do again, see, uh, you also see rather that the, um, that her cat, the, you know, her cat's Instagram has a new post. Um, and so, uh, you know, you all have gotten that same information. So she's in Texas. Damn it. Yeah. I think we need to, do we want to confront or speak with Barkley before we go, or should we just get on a plane and go? Seems like the action is moving to Texas. Absolutely, but we're going to beat them there. This is more than 13 hours. El Paso, which is the border of Texas and New Mexico, is 13 hours away from LA, and it's in, they're not in El Paso, so it's going to take them a while. I'm, I'm still yeah. not completely convinced that they of the uh, immediate necessity to go to Texas and chase this assassin down. But that's an important I, part of it, but... I think we have time, I, sometime. Well, it's, it's outside of protocol, but I could stay and talk to the cop. I think we have time. I think we could go... I think we We're could go to talk to Barfly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, um, we can we can make arrangements. Do that on your phone, and you know we'll make arrangements for flights. Go speak with Barkley, but um, we have some time. We have a little bit of grace time. All right. Well, let's let's. We're gonna have to get a call a, a hold of him too. It's yeah, like, we need call to call him at three o'clock in the morning. Oh Lord, yeah, God, it's just dawn now. Yes, but we need to. Yeah. If we call him up and just say we're some true crime podcasters that want to discuss the case of one is declared, he's not going to give us any kind of priority. I, I think we need to go in there more obvious. Okay. Uh, we can't just lie, but we can. I mean, we can. We're going to lie, but we can tell them that you know we're FBI. Oh, and, and we have uh, fake undercover. credentials for sure. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and and do some fishing. You know, make sure that he gets the hint that we might be March or we might be uh, Delta Green. Then see if he gives us information accidentally. You know, yeah, he. I have a feeling he might be a cowboy that just didn't get with the program at the right time. I don't yeah, know. I wish that they kept better records back then. God. Yeah. Well, let's let's go. You should probably do most of the talking prod i'm as subtle as pawn so <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes the no nonsense thing is i sometimes i'm too polite 
Um, all right. Well, we've got a few hours. Yeah. Not, yeah. Do we need anything from the on. shop or the store? Or, so what do you want for breakfast this morning? I could run over to you know Denny's and pick something up and bring it. Back. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, just give, give me like a grand slam and just lots of coffee. Lots Ooh, of coffee. That sounds really good. You pick me up the same. Sure, I like pick the sound me, of that. You pick me up a pack of smokes while you're out too. That'd be great. What brand? Marlboro. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> smoking a chimney. All right. <laughs> nasty habit so i'll go out and do that you guys come up with i'll go with whatever you guys want to go with we're all we're a team here all right yeah we'll try to coordinate flights maybe get something a few hours out it's morning maybe like late afternoon or early evening we're still going to beat them there if we can get a flight out that that late yeah early early afternoon flights on weekdays are pretty good uh, pretty easy to get uh so yeah, you can get something for maybe you know around uh, like you said you know early afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, like four or five o'clock even. Yeah. So I will be back. I'm gonna have to fill up with gas too. So. Um, so yeah, so it sounds like Prada's get you know getting food and uh, you know car ready and all the arrangements. Um, so yeah, you're able to you know purchase some flights um, for you three. Uh, is there anything else that you two wanted to do? Uh, while you sort of waited to for Prada to get back and uh, you know hear back from the others or anything, I did want to um, see about doing a trace on Jess's telephone. See if I could get a better idea about exactly where he is. Uh, sure. Yeah. Did you want to go ahead and do a, a computer science or SIGINT then for that? Yeah. Yes, that is a regular pass fifty-eight out of sixty. Yeah, so you know, you use some of the information you got earlier, you know, and you use and you you uh, you know ping into that uh, you know the, the number you know he has, and you know try to triangulate where he's going with the cell towers. Uh, and indeed, it looks like he is also in northern Texas. Um, you think he is uh, around? Uh, let's see here. I'll tell you the area. It's around. Uh, is it around uh, Betty? You know, Texas. You know, north of Dallas uh, and Sh- and Shreveport, uh, near Shreveport, Louisiana. So very much uh, near the the border, uh, north of Texas. Um, that kind of general area is where those towers are pinging. Okay. Is that, um, do I know if that's in or around the Ferguson clinic? You do think that the Ferguson clinic probably lies within that area uh, okay. because it, uh, you remember from the website, it, it did mention it was, uh, you know, um, uh, north, it was like a uh, north of uh, I-20 uh, between Dallas and Shreveport. I come back an hour later. Yeah, say yeah, yeah. So you you're able to get some of that information. You know, um, uh, you know, Hayes uh, gets everything ready. You know, or, or Prada gets everything. You know, either one <laughs> gets everything ready. Uh, gets the car filled up. You know, he's got uh, food and smokes are ready. Um, you know, it's about like, yeah, it's about an hour or two later. So it's about you know maybe six thirty, starting to go into seven. You know, the sun's you know just starting to you know sort of be nice and bright out there. So what we just go to the whichever precinct he works for. I'm assuming we know that and request an appointment urgently? I'd say we would call there, wouldn't we? And say that we need to speak to him. He's, he's a chief okay. now at this point. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, a go lieutenant, ahead. A lieutenant, lieutenant, yeah. So, um, 
not calling the emergency number, not calling yeah. the you know police report number, but calling the the station or itself. Then. Yeah, the it's a it's yeah it's it's you know precinct thirteen of the LAPD it looks like. I'll tell him uh, this is. Uh, I don't know how an FBI agent would present themselves. This is agent. Uh, it's going to be a lie. Agent Agent Smith of the uh, uh, FBI. Uh, may I speak to, um, or uh, I need to make an appointment sometime this morning to speak with uh, Lieutenant Barkley. You know, you know, those woman answers, she says, you know, all right, yeah, um, uh, okay, uh, Lieutenant Barkley, uh, he gets in at uh, nine o'clock. He does have some things on his schedule, though. What, what is this about, uh, uh, Agent Smith, you said? I can't discuss that. I can't discuss that. It's a okay, federal it, investigation. All right, is it regards to one of uh, Lieutenant Barkley's investigations, or is it That's one of your investigations? Okay. to him. <laughs> okay, all right, I, I understand. Um, uh, all right, we'll tell him... Uh, We'll have him get. We'll have him uh, give you a call as uh, uh, as soon as as soon as he gets in, and he can set something up as soon as he has a free time. All right, this is the number. All right. Yep. Thank you. All right. Now, if he suddenly runs out of town, then we've got a second chase on our hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, is, there, is there anything you wanted to do while you waited uh, for a call back from him? Yeah, eat breakfast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Time to eat. I don't know yeah. what else can we do. Um, is there anybody anything we wanted to do a quick research on, on the internet or? I did. I I wanted to uh, either on the internet or in that new version of the book I received. Uh, I'd like to look up uh, they that hold sway, and see if I could get any information on that. They that hold sway. Occultliterature.com. <laughs> Roll F here. <laughs> uh, ouch. So, so yeah, why don't you give me uh we'll call this uh do a do an unnatural check. No. No. I mean, as best you can understand from the, the language, it seems you know they they that hold sway. And it seems like, you know, that they hold great power influence, obviously, is what that would mean directly. You think that in this reference here, uh, the best you can think that the that the Legends is talking about is maybe some sort of, you know, uh, greater forces, um, uh, you know, the ones that you know sort of are, are you know, more uh, esoteric in nature, you know, the ones pulling the strings on things you get, maybe. Uh, you're not quite sure uh, exact names, but because uh, it, it, is, it is a rather vague term. Um, yeah. But you do, you do think it is tied to the unnatural somehow. Like there's, you know, this is this is the kind of thing that you you know you were all supposed to be investigating. Um, but exactly where to pinpoint more than that, you're not quite sure. Okay. All right. You know, about thirty minutes go by as you eat. Um, yeah. And then Maybe you, you more do from uh, kitty cat. Oh no! Nothing. Not. not, not Seems like she, you know, she had, she had the one post in the morning, but no, nothing yet. Um, just the, you know, just the post of the little, you know, her, you know, her with the cat, uh, you know, the cat rather with, you know, sitting out on the little table, you know, as somebody eats breakfast there. She's not herself in the photo, but it's very clear that you know, someone's eating breakfast and it's with her cat. So, I wonder if we, I mean, that's silly. Um, 
use Google Maps to zoom in on the Ferguson Clinic, see where it is exactly. And I don't know. I don't know why that would give us any information at all. I mean, yeah, I mean you would say, I mean, the, the Ferguson Clinic does have awnings, but the, you wouldn't have a, the, the street view doesn't have enough detail, unfortunately, to say that that's the exact picture. Um, but, it, you know, that would make sense from what you've seen. Um, and yeah, you know, as you're sort of looking through things, but, you know, about 30 minutes later or so, you know, after you've, eat, you've eaten and looked a little bit, you do actually get a, a call. Oh, excellent. Good afternoon. This is uh, Agent Smith. Hi, this is uh, Lieutenant Barkley with the LAPD. I uh, heard that it was, oh. uh, you wanted to set up a meeting or something, something to do with one of my investigations. Uh, uh, yes, Lieutenant Barkley. Uh, myself and a couple of my associates, uh, we need to, to speak with you about a case that we've been working on for some time now. Um, I'd rather not discuss it over the telephone. Uh, can we meet this morning? Uh, oof, uh, I have a flight out this afternoon, so I can't, uh, I can't delay too much. I mean, I'm a busy detective. Uh, I mean, I can talk for a little bit. I mean, how long do you think this would take? Half an hour at most. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, come in as soon as you can. Uh, you know, I've, I've also got work that I need to get to, uh, to doing some reports to finish for this afternoon as well. So uh, I don't have a whole lot of time, but I can, I can get you that. I'd, uh, I could be more flexible, you know, if... Uh, uh, if I didn't have this flight out, I'm, I'm heading to New York. We're seeing uh, uh, an opera at, uh, uh, you know, radio, or I don't know what's out there, Radio City, you know, the Metropolitan Opera. Okay. Uh, nice to, uh, I'll see you uh, very shortly. All right. Yeah. And, you know, he also ends up. All right. Take the bait, Prada? I don't know. It sounds like you've got a, a, a date with Lieutenant Barkley. Uh, so meanwhile, we'll jump back to the others. You know, uh, you are all are uh, you know, continuing after this this vehicle uh, in pursuit, um, uh, in hot pursuit. Looks like it is uh, going over into uh, Arizona. It looks like now heading towards Nevada, uh, and you are following. And uh, looks like you are starting to catch up. So what as you're as you're getting closer to this vehicle, what, what is the plan? Uh, getting as you start to approach, uh, you know, uh, you know, a few you know a few uh, a few miles away, you know, 10, 20 miles behind. So we're gonna re-render? That's the plan. Um, I was thinking of, we'll just do that and then we can escalate if she uh, tries anything fancy. Okay, I'll let you do the primary shooting, but I will be on standby in case she makes any quick moves for a firearm, right? Okay. okay. Look as, uh, looking at both of us, non-threatening as possible. Oh yeah, we'll put it's, on some some music. In fact, it might be best to just have one of us be visible for the initial bit. Okay. Otherwise, two people, I would just run. Let, let me take cover in uh, the back seat. They won't see me. Once you hear shooting. Once I hear shooting, shooting. I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up. And will, if we do you? have to have a hmm. Come on, come on, Pon. You know me. If if we do make a body, then we can buy ourselves more time with some police tape, and we can pretend we're we just we're cops that just found the crime scene. Good thinking. All right, gonna rear end. 
Are, and uh, is your is your plan just to use the sirens? Like, you know, you're going to turn the sirens off and then... No, we're going to yeah, take yeah. the siren off yep. the car. Just, right, so. It'll look like we weren't paying attention. We're driving mm-hmm. into the sun because it's coming up. Mm-hmm. Maybe we weren't paying attention going too fast. Rear end. I have stage my, insurance numbers. Yeah, I have my MP5 ready in the backseat. So you know, so you speed ahead a little bit. You know, you're uh, you know approaching her. You know, on the you know this uh, uh, sort of you know rural uh, Arizona you know highway, you know interstate, you know towards uh, towards Nevada. Uh, so go ahead and give me a drive roll to try to like move in and uh, you know you know rear end her, so sort of pit her uh, to okay, go you know the folks, way you want it to. This is a big one. It's a fifty, and I'm sure that I will get a fifty-nine over fifty. All right. Well, let's see what she gets as you try and rear end here. And there's sort of a, a uh, some sort of collision. Um, all right. And so you you do indeed, uh, you know, you, you bring it up and you uh, you go to rear end her. Uh, but she actually uh, seems to spot, you know, your, your vehicle uh, approaching uh, and she tries to sort of shift uh, into the next lane. And so instead you sort of uh, sort of just bump, uh, you know, sort of scrape the, the back of uh, her car with yours. Um, and then it's, it's, it's at this point that she is now uh, sort of, uh, you know, spinning, you know, a little bit just off. And it looks like she is uh, uh, hitting, going to hit the gas as to continue driving. All right. Uh, he will try to match because they've obviously got into a fender bender and trying, he's trying to kind of wave her over. The uh, kind of way you would do after you, you get in a fender bender. It's like mm-hmm. insurance numbers. You can't exactly point to your insurance card, but yeah, he looks as friendly as sure. he can. Probably doesn't you, look friendly. Why don't you do me a charisma or persuade here to try to, you know, yeah. appeal to the, you know, appeal to this person to, 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 to try to do, you know, the, oh. the you know, go do this. I'll do, book. A, I'll do a persuade and hits it on the nubbin 50 on 50. All right, so you know, there's there's this look uh, from this woman uh, as she looks like she's like you know kind of giving you this look like what the hell, and then you know, uh, you know she she kind of you know she shrug, you know kind of like you know has this face of admittal like yeah I'm just supposed to pull over I guess, and so she you know she she pulls over and she you know uh, pulls over to the side of the road pulls up um, and uh, you know it looks like she you know her car is stopped. Okay, is she getting out? No, it seems that she is just uh, she's still sitting in the, in the driver's seat. Okay. Uh... Pond will uh, just stand up. He's not looking in the rear. Well, he'll give a glance in the rear view mirror at Paragon and uh, step out towards the car, um, trying to time uh, when there aren't a ton of other cars just gawking nearby. I don't know how busy this is at the moment. Uh, it's, you know, there's some cars going by once in a while. It's not super busy, uh, but, you know, you know, once in a while a car zooms by, you know, it seems that there were some cars that, you know, continued on, uh, you know, that, that were around you when you were driving. Um, okay. And so are, were, were both of you getting out or what was the, was it just you, Pawn, or? Just I'm Pond hitting. Moment, I think. Okay. Uh, so, yep. Pawn, uh, as you get out, um, go ahead and do me uh, an alertness roll. 26 under 70. Uh, you do see um, as as you're getting out, you see the the glimmer of something uh, sort of like a something shine uh, in the sun, like in, in, you know, uh, and sort of like a a bit of light reflects off her window towards you, like she's holding something metal. Hmm. And it seems like her window is rolling down as you start to approach. Okay. Um, is she looking back? at me at the moment 
Uh, it looks she? like she is looking through like one. She's looking through her her uh, like mirrors at, at back at you. Yes. He's gonna kind of do like a kind of crack his shoulder like he heard it, and kind of give like a hand signal back at Paragon like it's on. Then he's just gonna raise his gun and fire at the back of her head. All right, go ahead and give me a firearms roll. Uh, you do see as she sort she sort of uh, uh, when she sees this as well, she sort of spins and she uh, pulls a gun as well and moves to shoot uh, yeah. uh, sort of through the, the the side of the window. Same way you're trying to shoot her. Uh, Forty five under seventy one. Uh, yep, yeah, that's it. Go ahead and roll damage uh, because uh, she uh, fires and she unfortunately misses. All right, that is a medium pistol, which one damage. Yeah, so you know you do you do shoot her, but unfortunately it kind of rips through the seat uh, and kind of grazes her, and you kind of you know you think maybe nicked her ear or the side of her head as you hear her yelp, uh, and she sort of uh, she actually uh, looks like she tumbles uh, into the, uh, the the passenger seat and seems to uh, try to you know uh, take cover and sort of get another uh, shot. Like so she's uh, trying to you know she's doing the you know bobbing and sort of weaving. You know, as she looks like she has some sort of a silenced pistol. You've noticed as the you your gun made a Classic. sound, but her did not. Hers did not. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so uh, we, we go into formal initiative. Uh, let's see here. Was it Paragon? I believe it was a uh, Paragon. Did you have a higher initiative, right? Or did you both? I have, have 75. Yeah. So it's 75 yeah, and, then have, and then Pawn is 60. Yeah. So, uh, correct. Yeah. So Paragon, you would go first uh, as you sort of react to the, you know, the, the one bullet flying and the, what you would recognize as a silenced pistol, you know, the, you know, sort of uh, the, you know, heavy thunk of a silence round that you can still hear from nearby. Okay. So I like kick the open the, passenger side door so it's axis cover mm -hmm. and then i'm going to fire with my mp5 uh a long burst to get a kill radius because she's not going to get another shot off without being suppressed so just to clarify you are going to put a burst of rounds into her vehicle yes on the side of the interstate yes got you go ahead and roll go ahead and roll firearms Twenty-nine. Uh, all right, that is a that is a hit. She is going to have some cover, but given that this is lethality, it might not matter. So go ahead and roll that lethality roll. Let me pull up my chart. That's here. eight damage. Uh, yeah. What, what were the two numbers? Uh, thirty and eight. Okay, thank you. Oh, sorry. Actually, be, oh, actually 11. Be eleven. Yeah. So that would yeah, be eleven, 11. damage. But let me double check my chart here with the cover. All right, it looks like. All right, so that will be, oof. Okay, so, so yeah, so uh, you rip, you know, you rip some bullets into the car. It looks like uh, the frame and the, the seats that she's trying to bob behind do take a couple of the bullets, but uh, you turn this, this the, the back, you know, car seat, the back, back side of that car seat into Swiss cheese. Uh, so she's taking a number of shots as well. Uh, and so it looks like, uh, you know, you hear uh, these sort of, uh, you know, as uh, she takes a number of hits and falls uh, against, you know, the car uh, and she is going to have to roll to see if she is uh, even able to move because she might be stunned from the amount of damage you just dealt. Give it up. Um, uh, and in response to that, uh, you hear, uh, uh, you see rather, uh, she kind of peers over, uh, you know, struggling, uh, trying to take a shot at you. Uh, as she kind of like crumples, you know, opens the door and sort of crumples against it. Uh, ooh. And even with a, a, a negative, that is still a hit. Uh, she got a three. 
Nice. Um, and so you said you were taking cover behind the car door, yes? Yeah, and I'm also wearing body armor. So, so yes, so you're right. going to get, I'm going to give you uh, two points for the car door plus whatever your body armor is versus this, which is good because she also has a medium pistol, which means, wow, wow. Uh, that is going to be seven damage. Uh, however, your armor is three, yes? Uh, or do you have the advanced? It's the uh, armor. It's four plus the two. Right. So, so that'll one be damage. one damage. You take one damage Ooh. as luckily she puts around through the car door and through your advanced uh, Kevlar vest uh, or your, you know, your um, hardened Kevlar vest, I believe that's what it's called. Uh, and so you know, hear it, you hear the thud, you know, hit you, you know, a little bit of the wind gets knocked out of you. Uh, Can I roll like, sanity do the violence? Uh, sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You rather, rather you should, uh, you know, at least rather when the adrenaline, uh, wears off, you'll definitely feel it. Uh, and yeah. And so that was that. And, uh, meanwhile, so Pond, what are you doing? looks like she's crumpled behind this door. Uh, she was trying to take cover behind it, but she's, you know, not in good sorts. You could probably try to shoot under it. If you, you know, you think if you really gotcha. want to. Uh, so is she outside of the car at the moment? She is. She's kind of slumped okay. halfway because she has sort of fallen onto the floor and she's struggling to sort of, uh, keep herself up as you know, she's losing a lot of blood. Um, he's, we need to chat with her. He's going to run up and try and disarm her if that is. Oh, yes. The, go uh, ahead. Yeah, you can go ahead and do uh, a, uh, an unarmed combat. Um, and because she already acted uh, in response, she cannot oppose this. The dice are kind to me today. 22 under 60. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, she, you know, she kind of jumps up and, you know, makes her shot uh, and then kind of, you know, ducks back, you know, trying to, uh, you know, maybe perhaps even reloading uh, her gun at this point or checking, you know, how many bullets she has, you know, taking it out and putting it back. And that's when you kind of run up uh, and she, uh, you know, kind of tries to shift uh, and you just straight up, you know, kick that thing out of her hands. Uh, you, you know, it goes flying off into the, you know, the Arizona desert, you know, uh, behind, you know, a little, little shrub, uh, you know, some sort of cacti shrub. Uh, and yeah, so she seems to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, rather disgruntled by that. Um, you know, she moves to try to uh, scramble to get something from the car. Uh, like she's going towards the glove box. Um, yeah, and it looks like she's struggling to try to get at the glove box. Like she just will not yield. Uh, and so um, uh, this will this will be, uh, I guess, it's Paragon again. It looks like she's moving for the glove box and Pawn is, uh, you know, trying to restrain her. She is uh, unarmed at the moment. Can I make a cold shot for her hand? Uh, you can, you can. That would be a minus twenty. All right. Um, Single fire, I assume. Yeah, let's go with time. I made it thirty-four out of uh, eighty. All right. Yeah, with one of the with one of the uh, you know your the. With the second half of your magazine left, you, know, you do a single shot. Uh, she reaches up to try to open the glove box, uh, and you shoot her hand. You know, like there's a you know a, a splatter as a, like one of her fingers, uh, part of her finger is you know shot off, uh, and she goes fucking asshole. Ah, that's just uncalled for. In case she kind of you know uh, uh, she kind of falls uh, against the road, and it's at this point uh, that, that, that she kind of like uh, like looks up to you, pawn, uh, and she's just like. Oh, you fucking get it over with, you fucking asshole. I'm going to put the siren on the car and, like, put it, make it flash. I'll make it quick. Who do you work for? <laughs> Who do you think I work for? Answer the damn question. Otherwise, I'm dragging you out in the desert to die. <laughs> what are you going to do if I... What are you, you going to do if I answer the question, you dumbass? <coughs> Better chances. Tell you what. 
call 911 and maybe I'll think about talking. But okay. I'm not making it out of here unless they start driving. She kind of like spits, you know, a bit of blood. You know, she seems like her, she has taken a lot of, of hits uh, and she's bleeding a lot out of her stomach. All right. He's calling 911. Uh, actually, does she have a phone handy? Uh, she does. She's a uh, he'll call phone. it on that one. Yeah, he'll call okay. it on that one. Um, yeah, you know, the, you know, you know, that they, you know, they answer, you know, 911, what is your emergency? You know, uh, what, what do you call it in as? There's a really bad accident out here. Okay. Uh, all right. So if the, if the gunshots hadn't been reported, uh, you know, in the desert, uh, you know, they definitely uh, are on the way now. Uh, and, she, you know, we're at least medical professionals and probably police as well, given the nature, you know, given the rural location of the road uh, or, you know, on the road, uh, you know, you see, uh, you know, Lori kind of, you know, look up at you and she kind of like gives you this weird look. She says, why are you even doing this? I mean, don't, don't you see she's a fucking monster? Hmm. Where'd you get the vials from? Uh, sleazy paparazzi will do anything for enough money. Hmm. So this is just cleaning house. Cleaning house? <coughs> I see. What's Jess in all of this to you? That fucking, that, that Hank bodyguard of hers? Yes. I don't know, just you know, an obstacle? You know, uh, something like her? I, I, don't, I don't know. What he is and why isn't my department. So why did you kill Dr. Kleck? Well, I mean, obviously, it's part of some plan. You tell me, smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to have all the answers. Do you? Go ahead. You know, just, you know, you know, th- think you can just come out here and just, you know, interrupt me in the middle of <clears throat> our plan trying to save lives here. Hmm. Yeah. Us too. Trying to think. Um, not much of a thinker, honestly. Paragon, you got anything? I think this fills in some stuff. Where were you going? <laughs> Where do you think I was going? To take care of Sinclair? You know, she kind of, you know, looks to the side of the you know, she's just you know, that was the plan. <laughs> How do you think he would go about doing that? Let's just say we had a plan. Um, Phelps told me you didn't have a plan. Now you tell me you did have a plan. Phelps, who, who's, who's, who's Phelps? Can I tell if she's lying? Uh, yeah. Do you want to do a human roll? Yeah, I've got 80. Yeah, human. I'd like to attempt if possible as well. <laughs> just 80 oh my god i made it i mean she's she's obviously you know uh 
not wanting to, you know, give you everything here. She's not being the most truthful, uh, you know, kind of on her. She's they feel like she, she might die here, might be going to jail um, or, you know, who knows what uh, after she gets medical facility. Uh, you don't you don't know if that specifically was a lie, uh, but you do know that, you know, this is, you know, you're not you're not quite sure if it was true either. Uh, we done here? Yeah. Why don't you Depends. What are you, uh, <laughs> what, what are you tell the cops? Hmm. Guess I'm not really worried about it. And then I'm going to shoot her. Okay. Um, let me just double check here. Um, uh, have you, have you become adapted to violence yet? Oh yes. Okay. Indeed. I have and not. This, this <laughs> will just that is why from... he's telling Paragon to look somewhere else. Well, you know, no, I'm looking, away, I know what's happening. I was going to say, I happening. mean, looking away might help, uh, in the moment, but unfortunately the, the weight of, of what you're doing, he's, is going to get to him because he knows what just happened. So, um, um, this will be. Uh, since you're just witnessing it, we'll reduce it by one. So yeah, go ahead and do me a sanity roll versus violence. This will be a zero one d four, since you are just the accomplice here uh, of the witness of killing a enemy in cold blood. I failed. All right, yeah. So go ahead and roll a d four sanity damage. Uh, as you you did witness Pawn just you know murder a dying you know unarmed one. woman. But now I'm I checked all three boxes to violence now. Ouch! Jesus. <laughs> another one, another one, uh, another one bites the dust with their uh, social life. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and roll me a d6, unfortunately, as we are going to be re- reducing your charisma by that. Three. Three. Well, that's, that's what is good. That's, that, you know, that's, that's the number you get if you do an out of game or a downtime or before game. So that's, you know, about the average you can get. So take three off of your charisma and three off of every bond. Know that you uh, won't be taking any more damage from uh, from violence as your uh, as Par as Paragon well, you, is uh, you automatically succeed enough, enough, so. every violence right that's what yeah you, you, won't, you won't be taking any more damage from violence uh, sanity checks. Uh, all right, now does does that make any bonds go to zero? No, my bonds okay, are that's, strong. Well, that's good. <laughs> all right, uh, yes. Yeah, so you, uh, you you and you go ahead and you uh, you do uh, you know cap her in the head and finish her off. You know, she was not able to stop you. Um, you know, it Jesus. looks like her. Her car didn't have much. Uh, you know, it looks like she has a, uh, you know, some some knives. You know, there was looks like there was a knife in the glove box. Um, it looks hmm. like uh, she had uh, the the silenced gun. Uh, she also had, let me see here. I think she had in her trunk. She had some more stuff. She also had a. Uh, so she has the the forty five. This is her gun has a forty five automatic with a silencer. Uh, it looks like she has uh, a few, uh, you know, things of ammo in her trunk. Um, she also has a. Uh, small uh, ceremonic commando-style dirk. Uh, this is actually designed to uh, evade metal detectors. And that's actually in her trunk, uh, in a sort of little bit of a, you know, her version of a go bag, basically. Um, Let's pick this all up, throw it in yeah, the car. We need then, to get the yeah. weapons and go. Uh, that's about it. Looks like, you know, that there isn't very much anything else. Um, looks like uh, she has just that burner phone uh, in it, or, you know, uh, you do actually notice uh, Frank's Phelps's burner number, uh, but other than that, doesn't seem like she has uh, many numbers in. But there is also a call history that you could look at later if you wanted to. Uh, so you, you grab all this, yeah. uh, throw it in. Uh, did you want to try to get out of here before the paramedics, or did you want to wait and try to give them some sort of story? Okay. Nah, let's I go. Was, yeah, we we need to get right. out of here. Um, yep. The only thing I was wondering, 
um, we didn't, there's no bell um, like symbol or anything, right? Uh, no, there's no sort of, sort. no clan crest or anything like that, no. Okay, not worth it. I was thinking we could get Jess involved, but let's get out of here. Oh, yeah, I'm going to grab the tractor as well on our car. Good okay. idea. All right. All right. And you're just, you know, kind of going to, you're going to leave the body as it is. Yep. Okay. I don't see a reason to do anything more. You just yep. get more prints on it. Drug violence. Yep. All right. Making note of that. All right. Interesting Sounds that she good. had no syringes left over. She must have just had the one. Probably from Ohio. No, it sounds like the paparazzi got it somehow. Strange. She's pulling away. Did our car get hit with some bullets? I think it did, right? There's, uh, it a, did. there's a hole yes. in the door. There is right? a bullet hole in the door that um, Paragon used for cover. I'm going to slap some duct tape over it, cover the hole. Great minds think alike. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to give me a luck roll to see if it's the same color as the car? Okay. Twenty-five. All right, there you go. So yeah, you know, it's it's you got you have some uh, some black or you know some dark duct tape. So it, it you know a little closer. It looks like there's duct tape on your door for some reason, but from afar it just looks you know rather regular. So that's good. Um, all right. So what is the plan? Uh, you know, from here it looks like it's about you know starting to get to be about midday. Uh, as you know, you after you as you're wrapping all this up, uh, what is the plan as you're driving away? Head back. You know, head forward. Where are you going? Uh, have we... gonna, let's call. Let's head forward. Yes. Okay. Uh, call and we need to swap out the car uh, at whatever the next rental place is. We'll just park it somewhere, walk in, and get a different rental. Just okay. ditch this car. All right. Yeah. Uh, so you you're, you ditch the rental, and it's about this time you two sort of. The two timelines, you know, the two groups sort of, uh, you know, meet back up. You know, you all are, are preparing uh, to go meet uh, with Lieutenant Barkley. You've got that all set up. You, you've, uh, you've eaten. You've got some other things prepared. Uh, the others have uh, succeeded in something. <laughs> and so you are able to uh, talk. You said you wanted to give them a call, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'll figure you're on. They're continuing on to Texas, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So you are driving towards Texas. And I can just, I'll, I'll assume, you know, you can all sort of be in speaker with each other. Uh, assassins taken care of. Assassins with March, so it's Phelps for sure. Really? Yes, it sounds like they paid some paparazzi to get some of uh, London's whatever was in that syringe. What were they going to do? They were going to kill London Sinclair in uh, Texas. Got any ideas how they were going to do it? From the looks of the weaponry in the car, just... Brute, brute force it. Yeah. Brute force. I don't know that they'll have been successful, though. I think they didn't have a good as plan as they thought. I like this. This Phelps guy. He just keeps getting other people to do his shit work. He's got to go. I. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Do you think? That, I don't want to uh, start a war with March, but but we we do have to clean up loose ends. Phelps is in L.A. He knows all about us. Well, not all about us. Too much about us. Yeah, too much. Enough. Well, we've got a meeting with Barkley. Depending on if there's any leads to follow from there, we might just, I might get on the plane and meet you there just to see if there's anything of, of note. But we Do you may think just you decide should... to skip the plane. 
know. Clean up felt. Well, wait, we're going to the Ferguson Clinic, aren't we? Well, yes. Yeah, so I'm saying if if Barclays, if our interview with Barkley lead gives us other oh, leads, the, the assassin's taken care of. I mean, we can kind of do this a little bit more leisurely. A little bit. On and I can check out the Ferguson Clinic, scope it out mm-hmm. first before we make any so, moves. Did did she tell you who she was working for? She has Mr. Phelps' burner number, uh, number in her right. burner. So do we assume that she's working for the chains? The, the, the way that the clinic was covered up so quickly means they have some kind of involvement with the local police. I don't think just the chains have that kind of power. Unless, well, the chains, we, don't we know the chains have an association with March? Yes. Yes. And the chains hired Phelps, didn't they? Yes. Yes. And then Phelps maybe hired this woman. And it's all to kill London. Paragon might be onto something, though, when he's saying that, like, it's possible that someone in the police is covering all of this up as well because of the suppression of media coverage, which means we should tread very lightly when it comes to Barkley. If he's the one that's making all of this get swept under the rug, then he's, he's March. he knows more than, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He also so that to get... brings, what should Go we ahead. ask him when we get there? I don't know. We wanted to ask about the, the, the parents' case, uh, the parents whose break lines were cut. Right. And uh, the do we want to take a gamble and mention James Chang? Well, the the second that we start on that line, and see where it takes us, those things are all connected, and he's going to know they're connected in some way. My guess is. Okay. Okay. Because if we could figure it out, he could figure it out. He's, he's a lieutenant. I don't think he's figured any. I think he's read into this situation somehow. Well, or he would never paid off or something. He wouldn't have a clue about extra, you know, dimensional magic or any of that shit. But I wouldn't be so sure. I mean, he saw what happened to Sinclair's hairdresser or whatever, and then just swept that under the rug as what a heart attack. Instead of coming up with something, I, I, I just we we should be careful. So is our angle that we are working the phlebotomy lab case and we're making connections? Or is that too much? That might be tipping our hand too much. Mm. I don't know. What do you think, Prada? It's difficult for me to be so subversive. I tend to go in and I want to tip the scale, tip it all the way over and see where it lands i mean if he becomes a threat we can always eliminate him but uh if he uh if if he if he let's let's assume that he's not involved at all that he's been duped into this he wouldn't have any clue what we were talking about don't you think if he's with march he could pretend like he doesn't know what we're talking about and then go to them Right. Well, the only way to know is to it's talk to him. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, one thing, if we're still on speakerphone. Yeah. She didn't know about the bodyguard. She didn't know he was a bell. Uh, she just said he was some hick bodyguard. Mm. That implies to me they don't understand the danger he poses. Otherwise, they'd be concerned about killing him off first, too. What if, there's there's yeah. something there. What if the chains don't know about the... the connection between the uh, Farnsworths. Maybe we are still me. ahead of the game in our knowledge yeah. of what's going on. Yeah, they may not know anything about that text that we got from in. Which in which case we may have saved the world by stopping the assassin from unleashing whatever the heck London is. We're going to set up a green box in Texas and do some surveillance. Right. I'll see if there already is one. I'm sure there's one in Texas. Do we want to call B-Cell? Yeah, we should call A-Cell. I don't like it, but we should. Also, Parsnip, is there anything I should do? Or Paragon, I think, has it. Anything we should do with the, uh, the assassin's phone so that we don't get killed immediately? Uh, yeah, you can you can pull the SIM card out of it uh, if you want to do that, uh, and that would break any link there. Um, but we could still also then later, uh, you know, look back at any messages and things like that if we wanted to. So perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a feeling we'll be joining you in Texas later this evening. So. Well, good luck with Barclay. Thank you kindly. You know, maybe our angle with Barkley is kind of like what Prada's been saying. Just keep it simple and direct. Uh, you know, we go in as we're investigating this unsolved, this cold case. Yeah, well, even more so, we're, we're investigating the, ex the explosion at the, the phlebotomy thing um, okay. and how it relates to London and these other things. So I mean, we are going to bring up, okay, we are going to bring up the phlebotomy lab then. I mean, we could. Uh, he might just think that we're, I mean, wouldn't, I, I would, I'm, I'm surprised that the FBI hasn't already started some sort of a weird investigation, not realizing. It, he's been suppressing all of this. I don't think he's reporting this to anybody. We, we could use the old CDC letter instead. We do okay. have a copy of it. We do, yeah. You know, and we could say that oh, this this eventually made it to us, you know. Yeah. And we're just now able to devote man hours to it. What if we what if we use some serious interrogation and and make him think that we're investigating him? Because the reports don't seem to correspond with the information that we're running across. Maybe maybe start start a little bit friendlier and then go into that if he's not giving us anything. Yeah. You go in, you go in with that, and you, you might meet some resistance. I have to admit, in a meta way, I have no idea what to ask this guy to get what information that we want <laughs> we, out. We of just him. bring it up. It's an old case. We ask him what he remembers of the events. 
maybe bring up the hairdresser and say that, you know, we could bring up the video and say, you know, why did you report this as a heart or why was this reported? Not you, because then we're blaming and then he might get cagey with us. Why was it reported as a heart attack when this is what really happened? Right. Okay. All right. I mean, obviously he knows what really happened, right? I mean, he doesn't. I want to know why. Yeah, but I want to know why he's not reporting it the way it's meant to be reported. I don't know. All right. Uh, One thing, Mr. Handler, checking the burner phone, Hmm. how many numbers are in it that will reveal the size of Phelps' team? Uh, there's actually only one number that is like that is um, speed dialed. There's only one number that's actually registered in the burner, and that's not Phelps. Also, uh, that is Phelps. That is Phelps. Is that is what, what you know is from uh, talking to Pawn is the the burner number Phelps gave you. Okay. Um, however, there is also a call uh, to a. Or sorry, there's a call from a cell number to this burner phone. Um, and that cell number uh, is a private number that you can potentially have trace. All right. Well, once Parsnip gets here, we can get this number to be traced. Or if we're on speaker, you can just give it to us over the phone now. Oh, it's a private number. So oh, I see. What, I see. There's no number. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, we'll, we're, we're going to meet you in Texas. You'll probably have to pick us up. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a motel. We'll pick you up from the airport. All right. All right. So sounds like next up is the meeting with Barkley before you uh, leave LA for a little bit. So who, yeah. So it was, it was it just Prada that was going to go or. Oh no. Yeah. I said okay. my team. Okay. Everybody, yeah. Never, never go alone. All right. Um, yeah. So there's the three of you. Dress too in black suits with. Yeah, I was, was going to ask, how do you all want to? You know, what, what is? How do you all want to show up? You know, what what are you going to be wearing? What is the sort of vibe, so to speak, that you're presenting? Yeah, FBI. Okay. So yeah, nice suits. You know, um, you know things that agents or um, specialists or liaisons would wear. You know, associates. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, he did tell you to come in, you know, uh, as soon as you can. So it sounds like, you know, he's, uh, you know, at the precinct working. Uh, so how did you want to uh, approach? Uh, well, we we'll walk in the front door. So the yeah, yeah. Person um, at the reception desk. Uh, we have an, uh, a meeting with uh, Lieutenant Barkley. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's you know, through the, through there, you know, he's, uh, he's in the corner of the corner of the bullpen. Thank you. So we walk over there, and as soon as I see him, I'm like, uh, Lieutenant Barkley, um, uh, Agent, uh, Agent Prada, um, uh, Agent Smith, and I'll uh, show him my badge. Yeah, and, you know, he looks up, and he kind of closes, you know, a report he was working on in his little, little desk in the corner there, and he says, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, good to meet you, yeah, uh, thank you, you know, he kind of, you know, gestures towards his, um, uh, you know, that he's, he's wearing, he, you know, he's got like a... You know, sort of the the uh, detective style sort of uniform on. He's you know wearing like a cheap blazer, you know, a nice shirt. He's got the badge on his uh, like hip, you know, with his with his utility belt. Is here, uh, you know, take a seat. Um, you know, he's got you know two little stools you can sit, you know, next to his desk. Is is it like the police office in in a TV show? 
Yeah, it kind of is. You know, it looks like he's he's kind of got this little corner over here where he's uh you know sequestered off. Um, uh, is there a place where we can speak privately? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, nobody will bother us here, but I guess we could go into the um, well, the uh, the interrogation room is a little uh, a little eerie. What we can go to the conference room. Sure. He takes you over and, you know, it's a uh, you know, standard than a little, you know, conference room kind of thing that they do, you know, team meetings and stuff when they're not all, uh, you know, around in the, you know, you know, sitting around the, you know, the podium or, you know, doing one of those, you know, it's like, you know, where they can have, you know, meetings with officers and clients and speak with the witnesses and things like that. So, you know, nice wooden table, uh, you know, there's some uh, open sort of um, windows to the rest of the precinct, but, you know, you just, sh- you know, you uh, Barkley shuts the blinds so you enter. He's just, you know, t- take a seat and I get you coffee, uh, an old muffin from yesterday. Um, coffee would be nice. Thank you. And yeah, he, he pours you some coffee. You know, it's a bit, bit stale. It's probably made very early this morning, but you know, it's, it's decent coffee there. They have in the conference room. Um, this is, I should introduce, this is uh, uh, Agent uh, Chloroform Oops. and Agent. Uh... <laughs> Agent Toops. Okay. Toops and Bailey. Um so we have an ongoing investigation <coughs> concerning some rather odd occurrences in various okay. parts of the country. Um, and the reason why we're here talking to you is because in one way or another, you're involved uh, in the police reports. Um, uh, let's start with the, uh, the, uh, the incident uh, with a young man who seemed to have exploded uh, in uh, uh, you were fairly sure. you were you weren't a lieutenant at the time you were younger oh are you talking about the um the old uh, closed cold case that's correct the, uh, yeah was a uh, poor uh, James Chen uh, Chang yeah yeah he um real unfortunate to happen to him like you know oh god that was um not not a fun scene to uh, watch, but what what is the uh, what, what what interest does the FBI have in a, an old case like that? Well, it, it ties into a number of, of more recent cases, but um, what I'd like to know is, um, were you on the scene when you uh, were you one of the officers on the scene? Uh, I was, yeah. Were um, I imagine the scene itself was rather traumatic. Uh, were there any details that you yeah. left out? Um, no, I mean, if you've read uh, my report, it was very detailed. Uh, you know, you say that some of the uh, some of the pieces had been moved, or yes, it, it appeared as if like uh, it was strange, as if something had you know someone had tampered with the scene or the uh, uh, body parts had yeah. moved around. And the girlfriend was not uh, was not involved. I mean, it seemed like, you know, she, uh, they had seen each other earlier that night. Um, and she, uh, she said, you know, he was fine when you left her and, uh, you know, whatever happened to her could, could you know, or whatever happened to him could not have, I, I don't think that she could have done it. I mean, it, some, I mean, that, that boy, he exploded. And that was like, someone took a grenade and shoved it inside him and then did weird stuff with the parts afterwards. And, um, have you had contact with uh, the uh, parents of the boy, uh, the Changs? Uh, no, I mean, I we, we spoke with them following it. You know, they were they very, you know, they were very torn up about the whole thing. You know, they want us to see justice as, as hard as we could. We, you know, we, we you know we did as much as we could, but you know, um, 
uh, you know, we really have no explanation. It might've been some strange uh, natural biological thing. And that's why we had the, you know, the, the CDC were involved in all that. Uh, but, you know, that was all years ago by now. Um, you were also present at the death of a hairdresser uh, in a car uh, accident, if you will, uh, involving uh, Miss London Sinclair. Uh, what do you mean, a hairdresser? Uh, and a was, car accident. Uh, yeah, am I getting the heart, heart attack? Thought it was a heart attack. <laughs> heart attack. Well, I didn't want to say that. So, well, because yeah, there's the there's the incident with Lennon Sinclair and the car accident, and then there's also the incident with um, the parents her, were in the car accident. Yeah, yeah. her her um, yeah the the incident with the um, hairdresser was that the hairdresser and mother figure she had it she was thought to have a heart attack uh, from the thing. So yeah, just to clarify, right, out of in the car driving and. That was the parents. Her parents London were murdered. Cut, London cut herself and went. So yeah, there's. Oh no, she was like she she had slammed a door. Like they were at a scene where she had slammed a door or something. Like oh, that. I assumed that was a car door. Um, okay, so there's there's two incidents. There's one where as a child she with her parents got in a car accident, and that's that's how her parents, her uh, original adoptive parents, were killed. Right, I, um, I know that one. Yeah, and then what happened with this is that she. You know, she she came in. Um, she came back to the the, um, the 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 film site. You know where they were filming, uh, and she was you know very drunk, uh, and she slammed the door on her hand, uh, and uh, oh. you know, there was blood, and she flung blood. And you 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 sort of have posited that it must have hit the the hairdresser, and that's why she had a sudden heart attack on the scene. All right, the the death of Vilma Rodriguez. Yes, brother. I'll clarify. Are you asking about the hairdresser's death or the car accident? Is what I the, hair, the hairdresser's death. Oh yes. Yeah, maybe I'm remembering things wrong as I'm going. But didn't she explode also? The hairdresser. Uh, uh, let's see here. I thought everybody exploded. They got exposed to her blood. That she was the video heart we saw. The heart attack was, was the fake. Yeah. Heart attack seemed like the cover up. My impression is people have been exploding all over the place and she's been covering them up. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we've misinterpreted. The video that we saw from the, and this is out of character, the video we saw from the paparazzi was that she exploded. Uh, yeah, blood. so yes, the, the video, it didn't it didn't quite show her exactly, but you heard it was in her inhuman gargling noises could be heard for about five seconds and a horrendous screech as blood obscures the camera and then the footage ends. Yeah, it sounds like she exploded. Uh, okay, so blood was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So it, it looks like she she did explode. However, there isn't any official report of, as such. It, it, according to her Wikipedia, it was just a heart attack. Okay, right. But the lieutenant was there. Right, so yes, you want to ask him about that. And it was that. reported yeah. as a heart attack. Mm -hmm. uh, instead of an explosion yeah so that's yeah, so, so what I'm, I'm talking yeah. to him about why why does it we have one piece of evidence showing us that it was a similar explosion he, he, he kind of kind of sits back and looks up and he says hold on a minute just just a sec you um when we spoke on the phone what was it that you mentioned at the very end? Some kind of uh, New York or something? Your well, flight? I'm, I'm, we're heading to New York later this afternoon. It doesn't have anything to do with it. You said you were going to an opera? Was it an opera? 
Yes, La Traviata. Why? Does that mean something to you? I don't know. Are you, uh, are you friends of Charlie? I don't know. Is that a code? Yeah, is that something we would recognize? It's not something that you would recognize, unfortunately. No. Okay. Says, you have friends of Charlie or something? I'm not exactly sure the reference. Things have changed mm. quite a bit over the years. Speak plainly. We're private. You gotta swell. Mm. You said you're from the FBI? That's what we said, yes. Well, you know, I was working with some um, some agents. You know, I, as you, I'm sure you find the, seems like you already know about the uh, CDC letter. Um, yeah, we have the CDC. So we, we had some people from the FBI and some people from the CDC that were looking into that. Um, so that's, you know, we, uh, we figured it would be better for the public if uh, it was registered as a heart attack. And I, you know, the, the feds took over the scene. So, didn't it occur to you that London Sinclair was also present? At which one? At Both? the exploding, the heart attack at the uh, at the boyfriend exploding. I mean, you know, for, for when the um, when the feds get involved, you know, that sort of you know, we let we let we let them take care of that. You know, the the, the CDC is the expert on uh, things like that, and. Uh, when the FBI tells you something, you listen. I mean, hey, at least uh, you know. I don't know. Seems like these days, you know, the fucking, you know, but you know, 10, 20 years ago, you know, they, you know, feel like we we chatted with you know law enforcement chatted with each other a little more. Nowadays, it's fucking like talking to a brick wall with these fucking suits. No. Let me let me tell you that 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 backfires on us sometime. In this case, it may be a that kind of a backfire. Uh, the problem is is that in the older days, we would do things that we thought were right and then not make any record of them. And it's, it's occurred to us that in this case, um, it may be something that we are investigating that somebody's already investigated before us and we simply don't have any record of it. Uh, do you know anything about London Sinclair that any information you, you could give us would be important. Are you from our perspective, it seems like you have been given instructions to cover certain things up. Um, if that's the case, tell us now. Um, we're double backing on ourselves. See, I'm see. That's where I'm confused. You see, because I did retrieve instructions, but that was uh, almost 15 years ago now. Mm -hmm. So then, when I think, you know, um, oh, you know, we've got uh, you know agents from the you know, FBI and CDC investigating some weird thing again. I think, oh, okay, it's the same people. Uh, but now they, you know, they're, they're, they're stirring, you know, they're cold. They won't give me the time of day. And now you come asking questions that your boy, you know, that your boys from before should have already told you. So why, yeah. what, what, what's going on there? Are you, are you not, you're not talking to each other? What, you know, I, that, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, Prada, I don't, I don't necessarily think we're friends with the same people here. Um, 
Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if you, yeah. What about the events of yesterday evening? Yesterday, what happened yesterday evening? Well, um, if, if um, you weren't aware of anything, then didn't, just put it out of your mind. Never mind. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm, a I'm a detective. I work homicide usually. Uh, I've got Wait. a quick question, a, a quick meta question. Yes. Something that we probably were of March. Mm -hmm. Do we know when March came into existence? Yes, recently. Uh, uh, I do believe following, um, uh, it was established in recent years, uh, since now and 9-11, or since 9-11 since to now. So it's not likely that the first incident was covered up by March because that was before March existed. Isn't no, it? it was it, all of these events are post 9-11, which means if it's either outlaws or the program, but the program didn't seem to know anything about it for March. Am I that's correct, isn't it, mm -hmm. um, John? Like this is all post 9-11. Uh that is correct. Uh yeah. it would seem that um the Incidents when she was a child happened very early on in the 2000s, very close to following 9-11. And then the more recent incident happened a few years ago. So that, that was obviously more, yeah, you know, the, more, the more like thing, now. But. Yeah, the boyfriend thing was like 2007 or something. So Yes. It, wait, so I, he, we kind of interrupted him, though. I had said the mm -hmm. events of last night. Was he going to... Um, he, he was just saying, you know, I, you know, I, I was... Uh, I, uh, you know, was work. I, you know, I worked on my, uh, you know, the current cases that I have open. You know, I'm, I can't, you know, say a whole lot about those. But you know, uh, depending on, you know, I'm only allowed to give, uh, you know, things to relevant, anything relevant to your investigation because you know it's if they're still open. Um, so I was working on that, you know, and then I uh, worked, worked on some of those. I went home, you know, uh, and then you know, got some rest. I came back here this morning. So, um, well, I've, I've got one thing then to ask you before we leave. Um, any of this that we've talked to you here tonight, of course, remains confidential between us. Is there anything that we've touched on that you have found in your own private investigations to be kind of odd and unexplainable? Obviously, all cases, all of these cases are completely unsolved. You are a homicide detective. that sticks in your craw i mean uh what i want to know is why is the current cdc fbi investigation asking questions that that some of their F investigations 10 years ago already answered mm. Quite honestly, because there was a breakdown in communication a number of years ago, and uh, some files were misplaced. Um, we're dealing with a current investigation that may tie into some of this as well. So We didn't honestly expect to have to come back this far, but uh, we're just following up on the information. I mean, we suspected we suspected that you were instructed. Um, we just didn't know for sure. 
Uh, we're trying to save lives, ultimately. Why don't you give me a persuade roll? Okay. Let's see what my persuade is. Oh, it's pretty damn good. Oh, I jinxed it. Why did I say that out loud? Oh, 19. That's really good. Uh, what is mine? It's... 69. So it's just a regular pass. That's right. I forget, I forget Delta Green. Well, I really hope that I'm wrong mm -hmm. and that bad stuff hasn't happened in the past and that uh, the right people aren't uh, available to work on this case anymore uh, that were before. But um, uh, maybe that is the case. Uh, and if so, I should tell you that um, uh, before, uh, I think the um, some of the agents, they were looking into uh, Bo Johnson, the um, truck driver of the uh, incident with London, you know, where, when her uh, adopted parents were killed. Apparently, uh, there's some discrepancies in the whole incident uh, and how her parents died, her adoptive parents. Um, that was the last thing that they were looking at uh, that I, I heard from. Before, uh, you know, before I got the cold shoulder. Mm. So. Mm. And you wouldn't happen to have the file, the official report on the, uh, the, the death of the Sinclair family, would you? Oh, I, I, I mean, I do. Um, it's a, it should match whatever you already have. That's the thing is that other than talking to Bo Johnson, it's just, it's going to look like a, you know, you know, you know, they they drove into a truck, you know, and the, fortunately they got decapitated. Poor London had to be sitting in the back while it happened. Probably why she, probably why, probably why she's uh, so, uh, you know, seemingly so, uh, you know, tragically affected by it. Screwed but, up. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, we'll have to see if Mr. Johnson. Lieutenant, you've been very kind in answering all of our questions. So uh, I think. Uh, for your own peace of mind, we may contact you again in the future and explain some of this to you. But for now, we have to keep a tight lid on it. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, let me know if I can help. But to be, if I'm going to be honest here, I don't want to know more than I need to. It's a wise stance to take, Lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. You don't, uh, you don't last long in this business if you're not smart. Questions for either of you that you have for him? Now, oh, if he if he if if the events of last night isn't ringing a bell to him, then now I think uh, we're done here. Yeah, yeah, different state. Um, all right, let's go. Thank you very much. Uh, have a good one. Uh, we have a flight to catch. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so you have a you do have a flight to catch. So meanwhile, we can cut back over to our friends that are already in Texas. Um, so uh, I, I was just going to say, oh sorry, quick, I yeah. don't think that Bo Johnson would offer us anything other than the fact that he crashed his car into theirs and or his truck. Uh, we already know that their uh, brake lines were cut, don't we? Yes. So he's just the other end of the accident. He doesn't probably know anything. He is, he is the only surviving adult witness, though. That is a, that is a thing. 
other other than when because like, like, you know Lennon was a, a child at the time, so right. But that is all up to you. Yeah. So uh, I suppose you can you know just decide if you want to look into that before you head to the airport. But meanwhile, we'll show check in with our friends in Texas here. Uh, so you know you two, uh, you know you've uh, you know driven into Texas. Uh, it sounded like you, you wanted to get a uh, motel set up, uh, you know, in North Texas. We've we've got a couple things yeah. to do. Trade okay, yeah. related. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we are switching out the rental car. But before oh, yeah, that, yep. um, so in the process of that, we're going to wipe it down for you know my blood and our fingerprints, okay. uh, and then we can leave it in a bad part of town with the keys still in the ignition. So someone else, some criminal, can take that. With, uh, just just with, with duct tape over the bullet hole still? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will make note of that. Uh, because uh, oh, once we wipe everything off, like they won't be able to trace it back to us without difficulty. Uh, and then we're going to set up a green box with uh, by purchasing a storage unit and then getting a motel and, and making sure that's clean. We need to catch up on some sleep. Yes. Got to be awake when they arrive uh we'll, we'll sleep in shifts that sounds all good. right sounds good. yeah so you're able to get all that set up and get some good rest um all right um we cut back to uh to prada and patch and parsnip so you all uh is there anything you want to do before getting on your flight i don't think we need to follow up with this guy before we get on a plane prada I mean, I guess we could always just give him a call if nothing else. Give him a call. I don't even know if he's even in Los Angeles. That was a long time ago. Uh, let's see if he's in the book. Yeah, or Google. I, don't think nah. <laughs> I know what you meant. Is he still in the area? If I Google him, is he still in the? Oh uh, yeah. Area? I mean, it looks like uh, you know, Bo Johnson. You're able to you know follow up on some of the information you got from the first police report. It looks like there is a Bo Johnson in the area. Uh, you know, looks like he's still still is a trucker, uh, has a home, you know, a little bit outside of L.A. We are all dressed up. We could just if you got his address. Yeah, there. sure. I mean, it's what probably not even noon yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at like like an hour's conversation, maybe. So could be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. OK. But I don't want to do all the talking this time. <laughs> As I said, Prada, I am not a subtle person. But yes, we'll, we'll try to support you there. And did you want to try calling him first or just sort of show up at his house? What was the plan yeah. there? Well, we don't even know who's home. Uh, just show up. It's not yeah, it's not. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, you go uh, there to like, you know, little small home in this, you know, suburban LA, you know, one of the more smaller, more affordable ones, you know, a little bit of a drive, but it's uh, cheaper. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you, uh, you know, you knock, um, you know, there's a, a few, few minutes go by and then there is a, uh, you know, the door creaks open, uh, you know, a large, you know, a little bit of a pot bellied man, you know, looks uh, kind of disgruntled, maybe like he, he just woke up. He says, uh, uh, you know, what can I do for you? Mr. Ugh. Johnson. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. Geez. Uh, uh, what's What's going on? Uh, we. Uh, my name is Agent Toops. We are with the FBI. Could we have a, a moment of your time to discuss um, the events of a case that we're investigating that happened quite some time ago? I, I assure you that this is this is you will be only providing us helpful information. This is uh, this is not anything against you. Um. 
okay. Uh, sure. You, you want to come in and have some coffee? Uh, Thank you very much. That would be much appreciated. Just, just got some brewing. Ooh. Sorry, I j- j- just got back in, you know, just the last night. Um, you work long haul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what, 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 uh, what's this about? You know, he says, as you know, he brings you in, you know, sits you down with some coffee, the, you know, the pot still brewing. We were investigating the, um, car accident that took place on date that, that, um, led to the death of two individuals, um, by the name, last name of Sinclair. Do you remember much about that evening? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, that was so, that was a terrible, terrible accident. Oh, God. I, um, you know, it was, it was a stopped, a stoplight, you know, and I got and ran into behind my car. I, I didn't hear any brakes being applied. You know, I, I got in my cab and, you know, I, I, um, I, you know, I, the, the Mercedes convertible, you know, it had its top down and it, it underrid my truck. Oh, God, it was a, he looks a little torn up. He's like, it was a, it was a bloody mess. Oh God. The front seat that had been decapitated. And I, I don't know how that pretty girl in the back seat survived to manage to survive that. Well, it was um, very fortunate for her. Um, so you had said that, that no, you did not hear any breaks being applied aside from that. Did anything strike you as unusual about the situation or the scene? I, I mean, just, you know, just that, I, I don't, uh, not uh, off the top of my head, uh, you know, he could tell he's kind of dancing around the conversation a little bit. Um, you think with your, with your, with your human score, you think he might be holding something back. Uh, he's kind of, he, he feels a little torn up or nervous about. Come now, Mr. Johnson, you are not being investigated here. We are just trying to put together all of the pieces of this puzzle so that we have a better understanding of what happened. You have been cleared by the police. You are not, you are not a person of interest. It's just, we were hoping to get an understanding of the events. I, um, I, mm, I, well, you're, you're mm. it, it all right. I'll, like you're reluctant to tell us something. It was weird. All right. It, 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 uh, it, he, uh, I, um, I, I apologize. I was, I was delusional. I, um, you know, when, when I first came out, I thought, you know, I, I, I could have sworn I saw, you know, you know, when I, when I came out there, they were you, three heads on, 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 on the pavement. Mm-hmm. And then the, the body of the young girl in the back seat crawled out from the under under from the under his my truck and and it and stuck her head back on her neck before the paramedics arrived. But I I that they convinced me that was just my imagination. I mean, all the the blood must have been playing tricks on my mind, right? You right. They did you you sought uh, counseling? Yeah, I um. Spent three months in a mental health wing, and they said I had extreme PTSD, you know, include delusional psychosis. Uh, I'm I'm all good now. I mean, they, you know, I'm I'm good. I, I see somebody, you know, every every year, you know, check in. Uh, you know, I, I got to go through 
medical clearances so they know I can drive the truck. Yeah, this will not be reported to your company. Don't, don't. Oh, thank you. I, yeah, I mean, have no fear about that. It already was, but I, I appreciate you won't report we, we, it again. That, that this, we're, the conversation we're having right now isn't their business. So thank you. Um, did, um, did you relay this story to the police at the time? Um, what was their reaction to, to your story about that? I tried. They, that's kind of how I ended up in the mental health wing. They thought Got I was it. delusional. The, the, I mean, I, you know, I mentioned the, there was also the, that, that stalled pickup truck, but I, you know, I'm not sure if that was really involved. I mean, stalled pickup truck. Oh yeah. There was a, uh, a pickup truck stalled out in the intersection in front of me. Um, I, I think it just, it, you know, it disappeared after the incident. It must've gotten fixed. You didn't, uh, have a conversation with the driver of that vehicle, did you? No, no, not at all. Um, I think the um, the license plate was Ohio, though. I think. Did you happen to get a, a look of the person, the driver? Could you maybe describe him for us? No, no. I mean, I, I just some I, I, guy. I think maybe. I mean, I just uh, it was just a truck stalled out, and then, uh, like I said, uh, the accident happened, and then. By the time I, you know, all that craziness and I looked over it, it must've, you know, must've fixed it. Cause he was gone. Hmm. So uh, interesting. Apologize. It was, it was one crazy, uh, crazy day. I, I don't know. Everything's very clear, obviously from my, uh, you know, yeah. Well, we're, so, we're sorry so. to have brought all that back up. No, no, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I hope you that, uh, whatever I can do to make sure an accident like that doesn't happen again. You know. Could I create a makeshift lineup of people and, and have Jess Bell just in there and, and say, you know, is, sure. do you recognize, is anyone possibly, I know it was so long ago. So, um, but if you, if, if any of these people look familiar to you. Um, I can't, I can't really, uh, maybe, you know, maybe number three or, or, or number one, uh, okay. uh, uh, I, I, I can't really tell. And neither of those were, were just bell. Okay. So okay. he, he doesn't, he doesn't seem very sure about the person. Sure. Absolutely. I, I completely understand traumatic events. Um, they're very hard on us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I, I can't be more helped by it. You've been enormously helpful already. Uh, gentlemen, do you have any other questions for Mr. Johnson? No, just thank you for your time. Um, we just appreciate all your help with us today. Yeah. I, I don't think we'll be calling you back, actually. I think we've gotten everything we need. Yes, thank Good you very much. All right, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, well, you have a wonderful, you know, hope you get, you know, hope that all goes well and you, you know, make sure, like I said, none of this kind of thing happens again. I, I appreciate it. Great day. She got her head cut off. Yeah. I... And she put that out of the back report, home. too. And now we're suspecting that somebody was there in a pickup truck. Uh, With Ohio was... license plates. Right. Probably not Jess. Now that I think of it, I don't, we don't think that the Farnsworth Bells age any differently. And if, if, so if well, that were the case, he would also be a child. Quite old. It could be James. Yeah. 
It could be James. That's why I was hoping he would describe the man. Because right. I was thinking. Too far right. back. To what end, yeah. though? Why would they, so that she'd seek them out, I suppose, to prove that she's the one they're looking for? Was she? These were her adopted parents that were killed. <coughs> yes. Okay. It makes sense that if you, if the kid was adopted, then eliminating the parents would mean that she would get all the money. But then you'd yes. also want to have her connect up with her real parents who might be behind it all. Mm-hmm. Because they put her up for adoption. Maybe why specifically did they do that. Yeah. Maybe specifically to get all the money that they need. And she was born to a television producer and an actress. There's money there. There was money oh, there. That's true. No, 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 no. Sorry. No. She was adopted, adopted by a producer and an actress. So there's definitely a money angle there. Well, i.e., she wasn't in an orphanage. Right. She was specifically given to her adopted parents um and and that can happen that's that's legal you know you don't want to put your kid arrange it yeah um so they might have done because because aren't the the farnsworth bells are all a bunch of farmers yeah so i i mean how many other bell children have been adopted out across the united states and killed in an incident like this where they were attempting to find the right one no because if james brings them home and they survive whatever nightmare he puts them through then he's not only got them back in the family but he's also got all their money yeah gotta keep the farm going somehow and she's the piece outside of Iraq. So, <laughs> wait a minute. You and Parsnope. <laughs> but and, and she wasn't a child. I mean, she was a child, but she wasn't a young child. I believe she was seventeen when all of this occurred. So, oh wow. I don't know. I kept envisioning her as a little girl, but I guess she wasn't a little girl. Still. Now we've got a problem if you can chop off her head and it just pops back on. Mm-hmm. I'm still really concerned, actually, about if we have the proper knife and we properly cut her head off, what exactly is that going to do? What if it does nothing? What if she just pops it back on? Maybe you have to kill her, kill the body, stab it, um, set it on fire. I mean, this ritual knife is not just an everyday. I mean, surely it would do something, but I don't, I I don't know. I don't know. We got a plane to catch. Yeah. Speaking of which, we packed, we've packed everything. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's packed. We've checked out of the Airbnb. God, Christ, I hope Pawn and Paragon properly ditched that car. This shit's going to follow us all the way to Texas. I'm sure they did. I'm, I'm hoping that they're not killing each other. <laughs> I think Pond's lost a little bit. We might worried about to take care of that at the end. Our one last loose end. Well, let's see what happens. 
All right. Let's go to the airport and wait in line for two hours before we can get on. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah, sounds like so uh, you're going to head to the airport. But sounds like we've wrapped things up in L.A. for now. Yeah. All right, yeah, just a little bit of uh, housekeeping. I also should have you, um, I guess, um, for the two that were trying to get some rest, um, Pawn, uh, you, have, uh, had a just, you have had a breaking point, though. So you need to do a sanity roll, see if you can get to sleep. But if you can, you'll get some willpower back. Um, and Paragon, if you, can, if you need to, you can go ahead and get... Some will power back yourself because I don't think. Or did you did you suffer a bout or no? I don't think you. You yeah. didn't break. Okay, so you're good. In fact, well, in fact, you got adapted. So you're gonna sleep a little soundly. You're just gonna have a bad social life from now on a little more. <laughs> so yeah, so you can go ahead and grab um, a d6 willpower points from sleeping. And then did you pass the sand roll pawn? I did. Yes, twenty awesome. so, under thirty nine. Yes, you can both grab a d6 uh, for getting a good night's sleep in a new safe location. Um, all right. Um, and and uh, changing appearance again. You know, yeah. Putting on some readers. He's going to mm-hmm. shave his head. Did you want to try to get some sleep in on the plane, Prada? Yeah. I think All right. So, so yeah, you will have to do a, a, a dice roll as well because you also suffered a bout recently. What am I supposed to do? What am I rolling? You're just rolling a sanity here just to see if you can settle yourself down and get some okay. hours and not be worried about the next guy on the plane and if he's a, you know, cultist too or, you know, yada yada. And, you know, all those thoughts. 30, that you have to 36 out of 48. So I pass. Good. So yeah, you can also get a, a D6 willpower points back if you want to uh, get some of those back because uh, you really get some nice sleep on a plane and you're safe up in the skies at least. <laughs> yeah. So th- those of you who want to oh. try to sleep, uh, if you have uh, had a breaking point or a bout, you will need to do a sanity roll. Otherwise, you're able to get in a few hours. Um, uh, there's also, you know, medications you can take to assist that, but those might get you addicted to those, which might mean further disorders in the future. So, you know, there are sleeping pills as well you can always use. But see, anybody that wants to can try to get uh, some sleep to get a D6 willpower back uh, as we go, uh, you know, towards the, you know, closer towards the end. So, yeah, um, you're all sanity back. Uh, not yet. No, not not from this. Um, uh, not, not so far. If you succeed uh, and stop the unnatural, uh, you will get some sanity at the end, but you know, Sort of the actions there will dictate how much and uh, you know what what you roll and what you get. Sure. All right. Yeah. So you you all have a, a flight. You go ahead. Sorry. What happens if you fail your sanity check? Uh, so if, uh, if you fail your sanity check, uh, you cannot quite get enough sleep, so you can't get the D six willpower points back. Unfortunately, uh, at least not for this okay. night. Okay, I am completely awake. Yeah, you, you're just unfortunately tossing and turning, so it's uh, you, you're it's hard hard to sleep on this you know flight, and it's hard to get some hours in. So you're not exhausted or anything, but you're not as uh, you're not as you know as uh, as rested you'd like to be. All right, so yeah, so it seems like you know a couple of people get some get some uh, some good sleep in on the flight. You know, the others uh, get a you know nice little new motel set up and get some sleep, knowing that you that you obviously can't be tracked to some place you literally just bought with cash. So you have at least got the night to to get some rest in. Uh, and so those of you who get a little bit of rest, uh, you know, um, it's a little bit uh, later on. You know, we're going into the next day, uh, and you all uh, can now meet up. You know, the others, uh, you know, arrive uh, in Texas. Uh, you know, probably in probably in Dallas, um, and then you drive your way up. Uh, to sort of you know around North Dallas, where the others have a uh, a uh, like a little little motel room in uh, in Betty. While we're still in the airport, mm-hmm. I'm going to discuss with Prada and Parsnip. Should one of us 
pick up a flight to Ohio and go get that damn knife now while we're standing in an airport. The green box? Yeah. I can do that. That should be fairly low. I hate to say that. That just invites bad. (laughs) (laughs) invites bad things. I'll go with you, Parsnip. We'll wait until Paragon and Pawn have picked up Prada. And then the two of us can go get the knife from the green box. So we'll go up to the, you know, the desk and, and try to get some tickets to okay. wherever, Ohio. And yeah, yeah. you're talking about um, James's knife or which knife was the one? Yeah, the ritual knife. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it's his, James, yeah, James's ritual knife, the sort of like, uh, you know, combat, old school, like 50s, like combat sort of survival knife that um, the pawn got. Yeah. Right. We feel like it's going to be important in the, the killing of London Sinclair, we should go get it. Yeah, cool. Uh, sure. Okay, so yeah, so it sounds like a, a few are taking a, so uh, who's a patch and who else wanted to make the short detour? Or? Parsnip, yeah. Okay. I'll just try to catch a little puddle jumper over to Ohio. Sure. Yeah, so you'll, you'll uh, you know, the others will have a little bit of time to sort of, you know, start setting things up or, you know, putting the feelers out of research uh, while they wait for you to catch up. Um, but you were able to, you know, grab that from the green box and then meet up. Uh, so cool. Uh, yeah, so it sounds like um, the others are getting some rest, and then we'll be meeting up uh, in uh, Betty, Texas, uh, you know, a little bit of ways from the, from the Ferguson Clinic and where the cell phone pinged, uh, and then use those, you know, as we said, those are going to go grab uh, James's old uh, combat knife, his old ritual dagger from Ohio, and bring it back uh, to uh, meet up. So, all right, perfect. So that, I, we can start with that uh, next week, and we can do uh, the others, you know, like I said, uh, have a chance to set something up or do some research, and then uh, you will catch up with them. Uh, and then you'll all be in Texas. All right. Our players included Holly Buto, Nathan Decker, uh, Julian Arba, Alex Sun, and myself with John Dos Passos as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Delta Green role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.